Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Millennial Divide, a podcast about navigating the millennial decade. We are three sisters and we are all in the room. Yay! Ellen's back from her drama, oh, which she so might rant dramas. about. Uh, Dim is always here, as she said last week. Always here. Actually, I'm here and I have a question to start off. Ellen and I were just discussing this over our preparation of teas um, in the kitchen. I I want to know, are you meant to clean your belly button? Oh, God. Is it really going to? This is, this is going to be the show. I'm asking for okay. a friend. Strap yourself in, people. It's a it's, genuine question because I wanted to ask it off air and Jim said, no, wait, wait till it's on air. <laughs> I want Amy's authentic reaction so we can I get to the so. I think so. I think you clean all parts of your body. Like I do but just not like deliberately. Like it gets like a gloss over. It just doesn't get a lot of attention. Oh. My theory was if you have an innie, it's your responsibility to clain it because oh. stuff gets in there. Yeah. I, I understand. I'm going to go with yes. You are. Yep. See? I do. I'm just asking your, your for Your hygiene leaves a little bit to be desired. So you know I would I... say your, prob- your belly butter is probably disgusting. It's fine. <laughs> it's doing fine. It's doing its job. You don't job. even hang up if you have towels. I do now. <laughs> I just don't wash them as frequently as I should. Okay. If you're still listening, welcome to the Millennial Divide. Ellen's back. Dim's still here. Not sure for how much longer. <laughs> There is a bit of a. I'm telling the people what they need to know. (laughs) Public service announcement: (laughs) Clean your belly buttons. Yeah, no one told me. Do you know what else? No one told me is that you're meant to clean your tongue. Oh, yeah, because there's lots of bacteria on it. That's why you have the other side of the toothbrush. I've been doing it for a few years, but that's another one. I think people don't know. I'm helpful. Okay, that's helpful. If you're still listening, clean everything, peeps. (laughs) That's that's what we're learning tonight. Thanks, Tim. Good question. Okay, so in other news this week, we're going to cover all things Amish people. Um, I'm not quite sure what that means, <laughs> <laughs> but Tim's going to tell us. Um, I don't think she's converting to become Amish. I've just got Amish here as a topic, so <laughs> we'll see what Dim has to say. It's always interesting. Stay tuned. Strap yourself in for some more belly button chat. We're going to talk pop culture and Carl Stefanovic, so Channel 9 Today Show host, all things Carl. We're also going to talk about Michelle Obama's new book, Becoming. So that's exciting. Mm. Can't wait to read. It's all just come out. Uh, we've got a recommendation <laughs> from Elle, The Bold Type. <laughs> Get ready. Oh, man. I've had a week off. I'm ready to go. Ellen is on fire tonight <laughs> oh, and I'm a bit worried. And this recommendation, <laughs> if it's symbolic of where you were going. Actually, it probably is symbolic of where this podcast <laughs> might end Strap up today. yourselves in, everybody. <laughs> low, 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 no high. Yeah, yeah there, is no, there is no high. There isn't any high. There is no highbrow this week. We did the midterms last week. We covered all things Trump. This week we're going low. I wanted to set the bar with the belly button question. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely, there's no pretenses of anything more this week. We're just keeping it really low brow. <laughs> um, for once, the first time ever... 
Ellen's going to have a rant. Maybe in my life. I honestly think it's the yeah. first time ever, oh, ever, ever. I know. I'm really mm. shocked, so I'm going to be really interested about this. Yeah. And your rant is probably like, oh, they weren't so nice to me. <laughs> there was this one time, and, you know, I felt very cross. And I felt a little bit disgusted, but then I did t- start to think about it from their point of view, and actually I came around to the And I took them the home, I bought them a coffee, and, you know, they're quite a lovely person in the finish after they rammed my car. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll see what she has Get to Get ready. I'm going to unleash. It's about you two. No, oh. it's not. No, it's not. That's mean. That's what she was off last week, just plotting our downfall. Uh, and I'm going to have a mantra. Yes. So let's kick off. Dim, mm-hmm. over to you, Amish. Go. Belly button. No, just kidding. So the Amish people, why did I want to talk about this? It's a good question. It's actually courtesy of a conversation I was having with um, some friends. Shout out to Sarah and Bennett, who I know listen to this podcast. Oh, yeah, they hi were there, like, guys. Yeah, they, um, you know, thought that this would be an interesting topic and I agreed with them mm. because they informed me about an Amish community that lives in Tasmania. So there was an article about this in a local magazine. It's not that local. It's um, across Australia, but it's called The Good Weekend and they uh, did a really in-depth, look into an Amish family called the McCallums, who, as I said, live in Tassie. Uh, We would have loved to have interviewed them, except, of course... So many jokes about Tassie Amish. I'm sorry, I'm a bit late to the party. (laughs) Oh, but we could have had so many jokes. So many jokes. Do you oh, want to the double think of heads, one and, the yeah. cousins, the sure. there's so many. Well, they're originally from oh, Brisbane. Oh, okay. Um, they well, they did they have moved to to Tassie. Ah, okay. Yeah, they moved on the um, spirit of Tasmania. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot about this family. Oh, they now. actually did. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, they oh. moved to Tassie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to read this article. It's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, when you had have said podcast. heads up, Amish. Give me the article. Oh, I was just like, okay, Amish. If I thought you we were Google, talking about the three wives again. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, if you Google only. Amish plus Tasmania, it's the number one article that comes up and it's a good read. It it's is. very interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the reason that I was interested is because maybe I could be an Amish person. Let's discuss the merits of me becoming an Amish person. They decided that they were sick of their, you know, living the high life of moving hens around. That was their job, don't quite understand. Yeah, they understand. had a small business. Moving hens. Yeah, they are doing quite well. Too stressful. Yeah. Decided to, um, you know, ram up their religious beliefs a little bit from the sounds of it because you do have to be quite religious in, in order to be an Amish person. And, yeah, moved their whole family to Tasmania. They're allowed certain things, um, a petrol-powered lawnmower, a petrol motor on the clothes washer. Mm. Um, because, and I quote, a little motor for my wife is just a good thing to have. Mm. It said they assess everything on its merit. So mm. they look at things and go, is this worth it for us or is it not? And they kind of decide on its merit. So things that are not worth it on their merit. TV, (laughs) bad. We hate TV. Um, Obviously because of the depictions of violence, adultery and parental disrespect. Um, Mobile phones, disgraceful. We hate them. Um, internet, obvious one, because of all the pornography, mm-hmm. um, or I quote, ungodly filth. Um, and also, of course, we have to kind of just like a little bit disregard evolution, just a little bit, because they do teach it in their homeschool, but also teach that it's actually been disproven. So And feminism. That feminism. didn't seem to get much of a play in the Big article. No-no. Big yeah. no-no. So 
are they by themselves or do they live with other people? They're by themselves. Oh, they're and just they a have, family of Amish by yeah, themselves. They have yes. quite a few um, kids. Yes. I can't remember. Seven, eight? Yes, they have quite a few kids. They did try. They are always trying to recruit more mm. Amish people, I which is imagine. why I'm you know, yeah. bringing this So here. any podcast listeners out yep. there? Immediately burn your phone. Yeah. And then no, contact them first. Yes, and then burn your phone. Yeah. So, yeah, they had a couple of families who were interested in becoming Amish with them. Um, but these other fa- families found it really difficult to give up the car. Apparently, the car was the yeah, hardest the car, thing. Because they're an hour out of Launceston, I yes. think. So, they have a horse and buggy oh. to get to Launceston. Wow. And they ended up giving up the car because the kids didn't like it. The kids mm. started feeling sick in the car. And they said, We don't want it anymore. We're going to throw it in the dam. So, they got rid of it. But what stopped them from just going, like, doing the normal throw everything out that we know and just join, like, a cult or. <laughs> Just your That's average normal? cult, you know. Well, What's wrong with cults? Plenty of. I think they were quite religious to, be, to begin with. They said he became a born again Christian at twenty one. But that that is not uh, like that is a big step. Yeah, it's a big step. They went to visit some Amish <laughs> communities in America, um, and they were trying to bring it back here. And look, when I first started reading, I thought this sounds idyllic. Mm. It sound the way very mindful, very mindful, Super. and then it kind of got more into the article and and my big concern is the community aspect. They just it's just them, you know. And I kind of think these seven or eight kids, it will be interesting to follow them through because at the moment they're all teenagers and young, so it'll be interesting to see how they survive or what what they do in the world because mm. otherwise they might go to America to maybe join another Amish community. I'd imagine. Yeah. So, Dim, are you in? Uh, yeah. You, you like the mindfulness? Too. Yeah. I like I do. I like the shunning of the, you know, mobile phone. Get phones. rid of the tech. Yeah, mm. I'm yep. all about that. I want to sell my car. I've been talking about mm. this for a little you while. So, mm. tick, horse great. Horse and buggy Love would horses. really work in your suburb. <laughs> it actually would. We uh, actually, I, I actually did there. see a horse and buggy, Stop. yeah, in the mm. area just the other day. Oh, wow. Oh, that's perfect. I think I am an Amish person, actually. I think I actually could already be one. Actually, some of the outfits that go around in our (laughs) suburb, not dissimilar. This is a real revelation. I think the clothing would trip you up. The bonnets. Oh, I quite like a bonnet. You wouldn't have to, you know, wash your hair. Actually, it would fit with your hygiene. (laughs) (laughs) I think Amish people do clean their belly buttons, so. (laughs) Yes. All right, so all we're right. all on board. Yep. Great. So you're no, you really in Tasmania. Not. See you. Blah, blah, blah. See you in Tasmania. Bye, bye, bye. Okay, so in about as opposite from Amish as you can get, Carl Stefanovic, <laughs> not Amish. <laughs> Definitely not He's Amish. not Amish, although he might like the multiple wives. <laughs> oh, oh no, Amish aren't multiple wives. Oh, are they not? No. It's a whole <laughs> what a, different what group. What are the ones? The, the three Mormons. wives. Are they Mormons? Amish not Mormons? No. Oh, that's what no, I'm getting confused. It's a whole thing about it, Amy. We did a thing about the Mormons. I just yeah. thought they were Amish. No, they're different. <laughs> Amish is different. Oh, they're the ones who are ye oldy worldy. Yes. Oh, okay, we should have clarified that on the. Yeah. You know, this is what happens when you put one line in the subject line for what we're going to talk about, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I, I know. I love cool. that you didn't. You're just like, okay, <laughs> we're going to talk about the Amish. Yeah. Okay, so not multiple wives. Got that. Mm. Carl Stefanovic still not one of them, though. Still wouldn't be an no, Amish. He not do a well. Mormon, no. not an Amish. No. no. Considering he's a Today Show host. Yes. yes. No. And also divorced. Big oh, no. Is that not a, that's yeah, a that's no. A no, 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 no. And no, getting no. remarried. Oof. Also a no, no. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he uses mobile technology. Mm. Oh, my goodness. He got into trouble in the Uber. Yes. In the Uber. Mm. 
So talk us through, Dimmer. What's going on with Paul Carl? Oh, Paul Carl. So essentially his his reputation is in it's ruined. Um he was he's a very popular talk show host. He has been on a breakfast show in Australia for decades and always was quite the larrikin. People really warmed to old mate Carl, myself included. And oh, did you? Oh, yeah, I liked him. Yeah, oh, you too. And yeah. dare say still like him. Anyway, that's a matter of contention, Whoa. I know. I know. So he has recently done a few things that people are not so happy about. One of them was leaving his his wife not necessarily for a younger woman. No, he's made that very clear. We don't want to get sued. So nope. he has said there was five months. Five Wife months. of 21 years. Yes. Not for once. another, not for another woman, sorry, clarified. No, sorry, <laughs> lawyers. But he then shortly, five months after, started dating a woman called Jasmine Yarborough and they are soon to, so now it's two years after this fact and they are soon to be married. He also, there was... A slight pay disparity between him and his previous co-host, Lisa Wilkinson, while he was on this breakfast show. And it kind of culminated in, it's all whispers and hearsay, but basically she is said to have left the show over it. Um, And then he got a new co-host, which he proceeded to slag off in an Uber, as Amy was suggesting before. So he's, there's been a few little things. Mm. I, here's the, here's my defense of Carl. Number one, Everyone's like, oh, left wife for a younger woman. Okay, so the younger woman is only nine years younger than him. It's not actually that much younger. And Carl Stefanovic's ex-wife is three years older than Carl. So that's why there's a big, bigger age gap between those two. But she was always older than Carl. And also he's allowed to not be completely satisfied in his marriage and to leave, you know, a, an unfulfilling marriage. Marriage, that's absolutely fine. I think the two things that people, and they're reporting, women in particular, are getting a bit frustrated about is that, one, he has teenage children and it seems from outsides we obviously don't know what's going on, but that his ex-wife is kind of taking the primary care of that and he's spending a lot of time on social media. And yachts. And yachts. <laughs> Lots of yachts. <laughs> Promoting... Himself. Promoting himself and his new relationship. And the yacht. And, and I, the <laughs> alcohol and the champagne and on James Packer's yacht. Yeah. So I think that's what's riled people up. It's like, yep, you have every right to go. Just don't rub it in people's faces, particularly if you've got kids, I think is kind of the gross. Yeah, I think I think um, he is kind of the Barnaby Joyce of mm. breakfast TV. Um, and I guess she, you know, in... in Cassandra Thorburn's defence, that's his wife, she claims that she carried the load of that marriage. You know, she obviously um, was, she was a journalist and she stepped back. Which means she's been very savvy with her post-divorce. She's clever. Media. Um, And look, who knows? No one knows what goes on in a marriage. And I totally agree with you, Dim. If you're if the marriage is not working for you and it is leading to an unhappy life for multiple people, kids, there is, for me, there's no reason mm. to stick mm. around in that marriage. So no judgment there. I think what really is annoying people is it just looks like a shmami shit. <laughs> like that's really it. He just, he's got this little smirky, mm. smug grin on his face and he's 
all over social media mm. on Insta, being quite, um, you know, living. Outlandish. Yeah, living a, mm. a lovely life, which good on him. But keep it off. Just have a bit of dignity mm. and a bit of grace mm. for your ex-partner who's obviously still a bit cut up about this. And also just don't be a dick. <laughs> just don't be a dick. Don't be, have a whinge to your brother about your new co-worker mm. in an Uber. Like that's a Who dumber. also works with. Your co-worker. Yeah. They're on the same show a, and channel. Dumb. That's yep. a dumb one. B, don't then hire. He's just hired Mitch Catlin, who's a PR guy from oh, Melbourne. Um, he used to be, from memory here, I think he's marketing or PR from Maya. He had a stint at Swiss. He's he's very well known in, in the traps around the place. And it, it, apparently that's meant to be a secret kind of overhaul of reputation well, don't tell people that you're doing that. Like you overhaul your reputation by being a good person, by being respectful, by not gallivanting around, mm. by standing up for Lisa Wilkinson when she's paid, I think it was $200,000 less or something. Oh, I think oh, it was mm. way more like 900000 Yeah, oh, I think it was okay. 1.1 to 2 um, million right. discrepancy. So that's how you that's how you overturn your Re- rebuild yep. your you, reputation. You stand up for what's right, and I guess um, he did wear the same suit every day for a year in order to prove the haters wrong who criticised Lisa. But Wilkins that didn't clothes. cost him anything. Yeah, it actually cost him barely anything because he wore <laughs> the same thing every day. <laughs> but um, um, you got it. Woo. <laughs> Especially as Channel 9 wardrobe's paying. <laughs> cost him nothing anyway, but it's cost but, him know, a lot more. He didn't have to stand up for anything. Yes, he did a statement. Wonderful. I think that's fabulous. But he didn't have to go out on a limb, mm. you know? I just think he's been caught up in a little bit of the Me Too movement in that women have had a gutful of mm. men being a bit dickheadish and that's a little bit what he's doing. He hasn't done anything particularly wrong. I think no. every, you're, everyone's in agreement. You what, you what Your personal life is your personal life and... Just keep you, it your personal life. Well, I, I guess just have some sensitivity mm. to your ex-partner to not put it all over Insta when, you know, in, it, when it's really clearly a problem for her. Mm. You know, otherwise she wouldn't be doing media saying yeah. it's a problem. So it's a problem <laughs> if someone's saying that. Yeah. Um, anyway, I I don't know. I, I don't have a lot of time for him at the moment. I, I, think I don't either. Bit, I've changed. Yeah. Oh, well, you've kind of changed me over the course of the conversation. You brought up me too and now <laughs> I can't disagree with that. <laughs> All right. So boo-boo, Carl. Mm, yeah. Sorry, Carl. Now, we are going to take it up a little bit, just a little bit. Oh, my God. Michelle Obama. Just released her book, Becoming. I'm so excited. It has immediately got a huge amount of coverage. Um, great uh, press that she's done so far. It's Oprah's book club choice. And already there's some really interesting concepts coming out. You know, the the fact that she's had miscarriages mm-hmm. and sought IVF for both kids. The fact that she and Barack um, had to have some marriage counselling. I think everyone was interested in that given that you know, their hashtag couples goals for so many people. <laughs> and the fact that she said that they're quite different personalities, that he's quite an introverted, sort of socially um, reclusive person and she's a real extroverted family woman and really out there and how they've had to navigate that. Um, she had some great por- perlers about the inauguration, mm. also about how... <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> she sought help from the previous first wives, but she hasn't heard from Melania yet. And Melania's people had to then put a statement out going, Melania has her own people. <laughs> so... um. What are we all thinking? Because it's obviously, uh, are you guys going to read it? What have you What have you seen so far? What do you? I think I'll read it, definitely. Yes, I love it. her. Mm. And I, when I first started seeing that thing, I thought, oh, this means she's going to run. She's going to run. And then I started reading some articles and she said, I will absolutely not run. Politics is not my game. I think you can do a lot of good, but I don't like the blue-red divide. So that made me really disappointed. But I think she's just a powerhouse and just the epitome of um, not just couple goals but team couple goals. They just seem to have each other's back, which mm. I just love in career and life and you know, I just think that's such a great role model to have. Mm. It made me think, A, number one, would you both run for president? Would you do it? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, sure. Really? Yeah. It's convincing. No, I don't know if I would. I mean, I think it would be fun for five minutes. I don't even think for five minutes. Can you imagine being woke up at 4am being like this wars happening over here and you have to make a decision well, you've, you've about got, you've got the people yeah you've i still people. but you're the you're the person that has to make the call it's more just the grubbiness i think how nasty politics mm. is these days that's what would put me off how mean yeah. you know except if you're just be. into arden because that's true that's true you know so you could just, do it in new zealand yes okay so that's question a question b or two, <laughs> keep on going between them. Um, what about if your respective partners decided to run for, I should say, prime minister? President is out of the question. <laughs> we well, are not a republic. The re- well, it's oh? getting put up for another election apparently that we might become a republic. Okay. Anyway. As long as we can keep Megan. <laughs> <laughs> give us Megan and we'll give you anything. <laughs> yeah. I reckon we get the best parts of Megan without having to have in all of the Okay, we are not talking about anymore. the royals again, for God's sake. No, no, I'm vetoing the royals talk. <laughs> I was waiting for a week. I've oh been waiting. <laughs> we are keeping on track. What if your okay. partners? Um, oh, I'd support them in whatever they want to do. I think it would be a really hard life to be the partner of someone because I think as probably Michelle Obama found, your voice has to be completely um, tapered. Mm to their agenda and also what people envision your role to be. So, you know, she was his boss and a lawyer in her own right and obviously very extremely intelligent, but, you know, she had to kind of, she wasn't elected to her office. So I think that changes things and for you. And she copped a lot of crap, you know, mm. early days when she said, oh, this is the first time that I'm proud of my country and um, she mm. said that she knew she wouldn't get the normal entitlements of grace that all the, the other first ladies mm. get. Um, but you can just see how impressive she was to really find her niche mm. and to find her cause in a relatively safe cause. You can't yeah. argue with kids' nutrition yeah. and moving more. That's, you know, <laughs> that's a good one. It's a given. Yeah. <laughs> But also the fact that she um, has now used this voice to, uh, as a platform mm. to raise the, the likes of awareness about young African-American girls, um, you know, that she's done so much good. So what really struck me about seeing the press for this book was it just put this thought into my head about Oprah. So mm. <laughs> Oprah has chosen this as her book club 
of choice, book club look. But she, the, in the photo that she mm-hmm. put up with this book, she is looking mighty presidential. And yeah. given ha- how active she's been in recent times, so she actively campaigned for Stacey Abrams, who was going for the Georgia gubernatorial. Now, she that is still undecided. So what they really, what it appears to be is that maybe that's a bit of a test. Mm-hmm. You know, Stacey Abrams down in Georgia, to get an African woman elected as the governor would be extraordinary. Mm-hmm. If you put on your cynical hat, if you were Oprah and you wanted to test how influential your power could be, <laughs> might be a good one to test. Oh. She actively endorsed this candidate. She campaigned extensively. That would be a good test to see Conspiracy, the Conspiracy theories. Well, it would test your power. It's such power. a long bone. <laughs> Possibly. If I get her in, then I can see what it might be like if I was to also. She'd get an indication of what her power of influence, whether there's a, a spike from that. I want to know, did you guys even listen to the group podcast with Oprah? Yeah. I don't know if you that did. That was the first one. Yeah. Okay, well, because I she think said... I was listening to that before you even got onto this whole goop thing. Oh. All right, all right, mate. Well, I know she said she says she that said that not... was March this year. She I was know. like, "I'm not doing it." Yeah, I don't believe her. I reckon she's. I don't think Oprah would never lie to us. She's no, the I, one person who would I, honest, never lie. There is no way she's going to reveal her hand no. until she has to, because you're just going to put yourself up to all sorts of scrutiny and nasty stuff criticism. and yeah, criticism. Yeah. I think. Anyway, so what my take out of Michelle Obama's book <laughs> is that Oprah's going to run. Okay. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> okay, so we're all going to buy it. Good. Yeah. All right. Recommendations time. Don't worry. We're not keeping it this highbrow for long. We are going way into the weeds. Oh we are it's so far down. Where so are you, Elle? Are we you down? Even, we can't even see you anymore, <laughs> Ellen. You're it's so low. It's higher than Famous in Love. No. Oh, not sure about really? that. As I was watching this last night, I was like, WT, the actual F. Whoa. Real? Yeah. Okay, well, let me explain to our listeners and maybe I'll get some support out of this room. So it's called The Bold Type, which is a bit of a play on words <laughs> because the girls are bold in the, in the show, but also they work at a magazine. So it's like a bold type. Ellen's got her, oh. am I convincing you yet, face on, and it is. And seriously, that is as highbrow as it gets. Yeah. That is as clever as it gets. And it follows three young women. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. Oh Satin, Cut, Cat and Jane at the fictional magazine Scarlet. And not only do they bring you um, vibrators in their articles, but also feminist issues such as an article on a Muslim lesbian photographer. Who one of them wants to hook up with. Who one of them wants to hook up with. And it's on the Freeform Network in America. It's just released in St- on Stan in Australia. It's um, got two seasons. And it's actually inspired by the former Cosmo editor-in-chief's life. So there you go. There's a basis. Doesn't make it any higher, Ellen. <laughs> and I liked it. I liked the clothes. Didn't you like the clothes? No, because they kind of link to what we were talking about off air. So producer Claire, she was lamenting the fact that we don't understand 90s fashion at the moment. And for me, that was... As in like... Really? Like you 90s thought that was 90s... Is coming, having a resurgence. Yeah. yeah. Lots of see. 90s in there. Really? Oh, yeah. 
No, I like the fashion. Yeah, no, they did. They had a choker. She had a choker at one stage. I'd noticed that too. Ellen, it was so lowbrow that when I was watching it with my partner, Lyndon, I couldn't even get a bloody narration out of him because <laughs> he walked out of the room. Oh, I, would, I was close to just flipping Poor it off. Thing. It was so bad. When what about when they had that stupid goop egg? You know what's the thing that they? I thought you would love that goop egg bit. I wasn't paying attention. That was the second episode. Oh, oh, I didn't watch the first then. (laughs) I did. I was a bit confused. I must admit. So I must have just jumped straight into the second. Oh, because I watched the first one. Oh, I'm using using your stand. I just picked it up where you were at. Jeez, that was shit. I mean, hell, that was like. As, oh, I'm that really is, surprised How long that? did it go? It felt like it went for a very long time. Okay, no, actually, so and now I have to actually be honest because I, it was terrible and I was like, this is bullshit. Linda walked out and I was like, fair enough, <laughs> Lyndon. And then I could not stop watching. Oh. See? And he had to pull me away and he was like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Save me. It had none of – so I, I got lured in because there was an article that kind of had a photo of Sex in the City mm. and this – there is nothing no, about sex in the city in this show. No. Oh, it is oh. the crap. Well, when they were I'll in just this watch episode. it and talk to myself about it then. No, I'm going to watch it because now you've like done it and I'm bloody addicted. Well, make sure you watch the second episode even though it says that you've okay. watched it. Yeah, I just feel dirty when I watch it. I know. Oh, it's just, it's full of just like I'm trying to be all cool and... And oh. just gals having a good time. Oh, how was it? There's this one. There's this one part where they, where they're feeling a little bit frustrated. This is in the first episode, Ames, which you didn't watch. Oh, okay. um, so might have missed maybe that. maybe if you had watched it, you would have yeah. you know understood the really complex narrative better. Mm. But um, the bold type. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they um, were feeling really frustrated in their really high paced pressure jobs and. They, um, one of the solutions one of the girls came up with was like she just, when she feels like that, goes on a hike and goes to the top of a hill and just screams <laughs> into the abyss. And they were like, um, Cassandra, I don't actually know her name. Cassandra. Jane. Jane. Uh, we can't do that. We're in New York. There's nowhere to go. And so what they do is they go down to the metro station and then they all hold hand, hands and wait for a train to go past and then they just yell at the top Give of their lungs at the train. It is that crap, people. <laughs> if you've got half an hour of your life that you really don't care about, I suggest get on to Stan and watch The Bold Type. If you value any moment of your life and the future of having to have a happy and fulfilled life, don't even bother. It is the shittest show I think I've ever seen. I'm still watching. <laughs> they should put that on the, you know, poster cover. <laughs> Quote Amy. Quote Amy. <laughs> like you really go, you guys don't really know how to sell your show, do yeah. you? If you don't value your time. <laughs> Have I got the show for you. Right. So thanks, Elle. You're welcome. <laughs> Right. I feel like I've had a rant the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did, as as I was coming here, my partner did say, be careful. <laughs> You're in one of those moods. <laughs> he goes, are you doing the rant tonight? And I was like, no, I'm not. He goes, oh. <laughs> so, Elle, over to you. I have a rant. Well, it's funny that you said this. <laughs> Dim said, I'm a bit disgruntled. When I was here, I was like, no, I am disgruntled. No. (laughs) (laughs) My thing at the moment, and this might be a little bit of a time Ellen. Put a swear in there, I dare you. (laughs) Is pyramid schemes. I know. You're looking at me like we're not in the 1970s, Ellen. What is happening? On your Instagram feeds at the moment and in your Facebook, let me tell you 
there would be pyramid schemes. And they're hidden in people who you are friends with on social media trying to sell products to you. And I was doing a little bit of research because I've noticed that a couple of people have really started going, oh, I'm so excited to be a consultant for this company and blah, blah, blah. I thought, okay, so they're kind of doing this business at home and, you know, often they have kids and they're trying to sell something. And then I started really looking into it and actually this got really prompted because I read an article in the Australian Elle where they were talking about this and they said these are pyramid screens and I realised, oh, my gosh, they are. So what they do is they're getting these, mostly women, they're mostly skincare companies, and they get these women to buy lots of products, sell it on their they call them MLM, multi-level marketing schemes. So sell them on all their social media to their friends and then you have to get a subscription so you keep getting these products, which is fine, you know, you're selling a product, whatever. But then where it becomes a bit of the pyramid scheme is that you then try to get other people to be consultants and then they sell and you get a commission from their selling and it goes on and on and on. And I don't have this. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, maybe you're, like maybe you're in friends. the wrong. Maybe. Oh, well. I, yeah. I don't know. I've got different I people on your Instagram I went feeds. on my Instagram and was scrolling through. You and didn't look like you were listening to me. I then got distracted by my Instagram feed, <laughs> as happens. And anyway, now I have this company. Let me tell you about it. What you can do is. No, but really, I didn't find no. it. Oh, well, I'll show you one of them. Because okay. first I was kind of annoyed because I'm like, this is stealth marketing. I get enough ads on Instagram. I don't want it through people's feeds, blah, blah, blah. But then once I started researching and found a couple of facts about it, one company, the average earning in a year, how much do you think it is? Per For, person. Per person. But just in commissions? Yeah, just like earnings, what you know, get like in a positive. grand. $700. Oh. oh. Over 80% of consultants in one of these companies lose money. Oh. So that's got me really angry. Oh, so I started. Unkind. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, because I thought these companies are coming up and going, you can work from home and you can be an entrepreneur. No, oh, you're just making the big bosses richer. There's a whole Reddit thread on it about how people have had bad results on these um uh, using these skincares and the consultants who aren't dermatologists or anything just keep saying, just keep using it. It's your skin purging itself, <laughs> you know, because they want to sell products. So I just got ranty all round, really, because I yeah. got really annoyed Did you buy about some? it. Some <laughs> <laughs> not having the no. results I wanted. Though I, I have to admit, when I was researching and I, you know, there's the positive and the negative web pages, and I was reading some of the positives, I was like. Oh, this actually sounds no way, <laughs> and that got me rantier because oh. I thought, no, that's how they lure you in with yeah. the promise of money, and and they're exploiting you know. often women who are yes. looking for another way, and you know, to what we've talked mm. about quite often, which is the side hustle, side absolutely, hustle. and that's what kind of got me. I would then thought, well, is this another side hustle? And then I also thought. Well, am I being hypocritical because we're promoting the podcast on my Instagram and all of that? I thought, but we're not, you know, doing the commission of the consultant, the pyramid. Yes. But, 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 to give us. but this, is, this is what I've realised. Claire started a podcast, <gasps> then asked us if we oh wanted to start a God. podcast. <gasps> is we're in a pyramid this scheme. a pyramid oh, scheme? this whole time. Oh, no, what? No. <laughs> Turn off your microphone. Get out of here. Whoa. Well, 
Well, as someone said to us the other day when we were talking pyramid schemes, it's only bad if you're at the bottom. <laughs> so get recruiting, yeah. Claire. Mm. So if anyone wants a podcast, <laughs> we're happy to help you out. Three easy payments of nine ninety nine directly into my bank account. So that's my rant. Okay. It went everywhere, but it was I a good EL. Yeah. yeah, you I got fired. I feel better. Yeah. I see why you guys do this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it helps a lot. Yeah. All right, we're going to end on a calm note. So, mantra this week, I outsourced it. Not oh. like you, Dim. What I actually did some research and thought about it and Mine was talked to people. Very thought-provoking. Now, I suspect this one might be on a magnet on a fridge in people's houses. So, it was or the caveat. It could be. The caveat was it could be a bit cheesy, but I actually really like it too. And it is. Can we get, actually, I just want some context. Who, can we get an idea of who provided it? Mm, you know <laughs> no. it. No, I don't think it's relevant okay. necessarily. Okay. Magic happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's not magic happens. <laughs> it's not magic happens. Okay, so it's work like you don't need the money. Love like you've never been hurt, which I liked. And dance like no one's watching. An oldie but a goodie. It is an oldie but a goodie, but I did like it. I particularly liked the, you know, yeah, work work like you, you know, it's not about the cash. And then, and I do like the whole dive into love, you know, if you've, if you've been hurt, go again, pretend that it hasn't happened. I think it's called ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice spin on an awful saying. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to criticise your mantra, so yeah, <laughs> let's just end it there so that, Yeah. Good. That's no, good one. Peace out, peeps. All right. all right. So this has been the Millennial Divide. If you've still listened, thank you. It's been all over the place. We've gone very low and somewhat high for a moment and then back to Cheers, low. Cheers, Michelle. <laughs> yeah, thanks, you Michelle. Saved Michelle. really brought us up When they bit. go low, we go yeah. high. <laughs> and she was it. So if you liked what you've heard, sign up now. $9.99 a month. <laughs> no. No pyramid scheme here. Just subscribe in iTunes. It's free. Oh. Can't go wrong. Oh, free how entertainment. How lucky are you? Yeah. And we don't even ruin your skin. We oh. do not. We do not. We only bring joy. Mm. Um, you can also listen to us at all the other places like Spotify mm. or uh, Omni mm. or we have a website. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Acast for Samsung. Ah, okay. There's Mm. plenty of places. So you can go and check us out at Planet Broadcasting or any of our socials. So at the Millennial Divide, um, we're on all the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagrams, the things. Um, We love to hear from you. We love your questions and we often run a good question. So send us one if you've got something to talk about, comment on and tell your friends. We always love to have new listeners, love to reach out. So Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.